my main challenge right now that I have is really to find a way where all my members will be completely engaged in their own success. Because, you know, every single course creators or membership owners will tell you that, yes, I have a thousand members, but only a hundred will actually be active and mm-hmm. will actually follow everything. So I want to find the way where I can actually make sure that when they come in, so how can we actually just make sure to really at least double the number of members that are active 100%. Creating courses and programs for your brand can be a massive undertaking, which could take years. The guests on your Greatest Work podcast have poured their heart, their soul, their finances into creating amazing products for their business with the intention of reaching more people, generating more income, spending less time while generating that income, and achieving success in all of its forms. Let's welcome today's guest as we discuss their challenges, joys, and ambitions to transform lives with their learning offer. You can't generate passive income with integrity until your offer is truly transformational and you can prove that it gets results for your clients. Clients are done with crummy courses and we're gonna talk about how to make your greatest work. I'm your host, Manya Horner. Some traits which were formerly a negative in my life, such as attention to detail, out of the box thinking, yearning to do things differently and dreaming bigger than anyone around me, these used to be my shame, but now they're my greatest asset. Prepare for an intelligent conversation with people who are open for feedback and exercising humility as they continue in this pursuit of lifelong learning. Grab a notebook and capture some strategies that you can implement right away in the next iteration of your course. Dominic, how are you? Number one, first, last, top of the world. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, thanks for coming again because you have a great program a great membership that I think I want people to know about. And also you and I love to experiment. We love to brainstorm. We love to solve problems and kind of come to each other with challenges. So I think that this is a great opportunity for listeners and viewers to see inside a peer mastermind Mm -hmm. and see what the value is in something that's formal amongst other small businesses and entrepreneurs. So your greatest work mastermind gives us this opportunity as peers to kind of find the holes in our programs, ask the hard questions, give feedback in a, in a place where everybody is here for that feedback. Everyone's here for that learning. So I'm really glad that you and I can talk today about some of the challenges, not only just in your program, but they're so closely linked to the goals that most of us have with our programs, our offers. Our courses and memberships. So can you give us some insight into just you um, and then also tell us about YouTubers Inc? Absolutely. And, and, you know, thank you for that invitation, as I said, because I really find that within the last 20 years of, you know, building businesses and so on and so forth, I mean, masterminds are the most powerful program that you can be in. 
And what you're building right now is completely awesome. And I know that it will be completely useful, not only useful, but powerful for everybody that will join your mastermind. Because to have, you know, six, seven, 10 brains together to really focus on your problem or your challenges, I mean, it's priceless. Anyway, for me, on my side, I've been in business for the last 20 years. So, you know, I was... I was about to say play. I was playing with CEOs. I was working with CEOs uh, for the last 20 years. And I would say more on their public relations mm-hmm. and business development. But within the last five, six years, I really focus now on solopreneurs that are really focusing on sharing their knowledge and so on and so forth. And I'm focusing a lot on the camera, YouTube, and that's the reason why you know I started YouTubers Inc., which is really to how to develop your business with and on YouTube. Uh, right, and so this is so so common, right? There's a lot of people that know video is the key to getting in front of people and establishing that credibility, right? People love to see you on YouTube. Absolutely. People love to see video. Instagram's now a video platform. You know, there's so much opportunity to develop our skills in video and you do it so well and you're serving such a unique audience. Um, So tell us a little bit more about why you're perfectly positioned to teach your audience about YouTube, because there's lots of people in this space, right? But what makes you kind of unique and what makes your program different? Basically, it's it's. 2021 right now, it's my 20th year doing producing videos online. Hmm. And I've been on every single video platform since then. Even my first real home run as a business owner was a video platform in 2003. So that was probably three years before YouTube. Mm -hmm. And when YouTube, actually YouTube, the funny part is everybody says that, oh, that's the video platform. But when you look at it, and as I said, I'm from the real public relation uh, domain. So that's my real main expertise. So radio, television, mm-hmm. a newspaper. And basically, YouTube is really not only the biggest video platform, it is the biggest media platform. Because mm-hmm. you, can, you can have huge success on YouTube and develop your business like there's no tomorrow with, with YouTube. And you don't even need a camera. Hmm. And that's the part where people doesn't really know about that because they always think about the camera and YouTube. Or you can have your podcast on YouTube. You should yeah. have your podcast on mm. YouTube. You sh- and even now, you can actually post text on YouTube too. And images. Right. So, that's true. So- I mean, you can have a PowerPoint on there or, you know, <laughs> like for lack of a better word, if you know how to make a PowerPoint, you can make a video that can go on YouTube tutorials, uh, mm-hmm. top 10 lists. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on where you don't even need a camera. That being well, the, said, the powerful thing said, is it's a search engine too, right? So people are going there to search for answers. But yes. And not only that, it's the second biggest one in the world after Google and mm-hmm. Google owns YouTube. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy now to, to really work things out and to be discovered on there. And it's not a, a social media platform. YouTube is completely not that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, really a, it's really like you can build your media empire on YouTube. 
that mm-hmm. you'll be you'll be able to actually build your business on it completely on it with merch with you know your course with everything yeah. uh and also you'll be able to have your television show you'll have your radio show and you'll have your newspaper <laughs> on on there yeah this uh, is really exciting um it's kind of opens up our understanding of what this platform is and how it can be used as a tool. So, but yours specifically, what makes yours unique? Why should people be coming into your program? Yeah, because I'm focusing, yes, on YouTube, but it's really about the business on YouTube. So you'll have a lot of academies or a lot of schools or that will teach you how to work YouTube, but they won't show you the business around it. Mm-hmm. And they won't show you how, you know, a brick and mortar uh, business can have success on YouTube or with YouTube because your mm-hmm. business should be, you know, in your own, on your own land. And then you use YouTube to bring, you know, to, to really uh, bring the traffic on in your business. Um, so it's, it's really, really right now what all my members are telling me, it's the mix of both where we have, you know, YouTube, that's for sure all, you know, how, how everything works on YouTube, the algorithm, the cameras, the lightning, the, the sound, everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have that ink part where we teach about how to really build that business, how to, and we focus on, I would say we have probably 20 different ways of doing business with YouTube. So it's not about only about how to inf- be an influencer or how to sell your, your t-shirt on YouTube uh, and certainly not how to really have a pay with uh, YouTube AdSense or, okay. the, or the publicity. Because, I mean, if you're waiting about that, for that to live and to, yeah. to pay your bills, I mean, you'll be dead before that. <laughs> so you need to really build around that. And it, it, it's funny because that's another myth where everybody's going, okay, I need my YouTube channel because I want to be a YouTuber and I want to make money with all the advertising and everything. And that's the last part that you'll make mm-hmm. money with. So, so you yeah. help people with that whole business model and the strategy and exactly. then the tools and the tactics to actually get your thing up and running. Exactly. And how okay. to be yourself you know, on camera, because I've been doing that for 20 years, uh, been, the, you know, uh, in the public relation. And I've been with Radio Canada, also on a franchise for the, the show Découverte, which is uh, Discovery. I Discovery, think, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I know exactly how the television works and so on and so forth. So that's really what I would say separate me from the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and is the subscription or the membership is it in english or french or both right now it's only in a, in french uh-huh. but it will be in english before the end of this year yeah yeah okay that's good news because i yes. can't wait to join it myself <laughs> when it's in english cuz my french is not at all there i think i know my colors <laughs> anyways all of that aside we're here today because yes. we want to solve a challenge for you so Absolutely. I would like you to let me know, and, and I know that there's a lot going well, because you've been telling me about how well things are going. So I want to just mention that it's going well, and there's always an area that's bugging us, 
right? No matter what, there's always something that we're like, oh, this just isn't doing what I want it to do. So what is that thing for you? And let's see if we can solve that right now. Absolutely. My main challenge right now that I have is really to find a way where all my members will be completely engaged in their own success. Because, you know, every single course creators or membership owners will tell you that, yes, I have a thousand members, but only a hundred will actually, you know, be active and Mm -hmm. will actually follow everything. Because right now there's so many um, memberships out there and trainings out there that they, they're buying like two, three, four, five, six different trainings at the same time. And then they're going left, right, center with that. So I want to find the way where I can actually make sure that when they come in, they can actually really focus on, okay, I've paid that two, two grand for to join YouTubers Inc. And now I really need to boost my YouTube channel, my YouTube business, and the whole thing. So how can we actually just make sure, is it a challenge? I I don't know. But to really at least double the the number of members that are active, 100% active. So that's the main, not problem, but challenge. Yeah, well, this is, yeah, this is a challenge that everyone faces. In their mm-hmm. programs. I mean, even people who pay $20,000 a year to go to university, they face this challenge because there's people that are there potentially for the wrong reasons, or they get in there and they realize this isn't the program that I thought, or something comes up for them. There's always going to be that. So first of all, I think we need to set our expectations that hundred percent of our clients are not going to be actively involved. But the question is, how can we drive the engagement up higher? And land more in that, like even 50% of engagement would be incredible because the industry standard of course completion or the industry average is below 10%, even in some cases below 8% I'm seeing. So if we can get that 50%, like that would be an incredible level of engagement. So let's, let's talk about how we can aim for that. And when you were talking, there are a few fundamentals that come to my mind. And number one is you have to get people, your participants, really connected to why, to their why. Simon Sinek, he has a lot of this around start with your why and connect to your why, because he's pinpointed that if you're not deeply connected to why you're doing this thing, you're going to bail on it. And I've seen some of the best fitness coaches, for example, Your why can't be that I want to look skinny in the mirror or that I want my jeans to fit better. That is just too shallow for your why. It's got to be super deep. And this may sound really, you know, it's less tactical perhaps. So maybe a little bit more um, ethereal or airy to get your people to come in and start really connecting to their why. But I would challenge you to find a way to do that when people first come in. So for example, why do you want to do this? Is it because you want fame? Is it because you want to be some famous, awesome, cool YouTuber? Or is it because you have this 
you know, burning desire to get something off of your head or to teach people, why are you in here anyways? Why did you pay $2,000 to join this thing? And I would challenge you to actually put a self-awareness type questionnaire at the very beginning of your program when they come in. A little bit of a hard line, like, why are you here anyways? And, and, and make sure that they connect to something deep and get them to share that why. And if it's too shallow, be like, no, 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 go deeper. Like, why actually? And I ask myself this question, why am I in business? Why don't I just go make a salary somewhere? <laughs> you know, like, and I have to stay connected to that why on a daily basis. Otherwise, I'm going to give up. Absolutely. And when you said sh- sharing their, the, you know, that answer, is it only to me or you, you would even suggest to put it publicly? I mean, within the, the, the membership, but not publicly on Facebook, but I mean, or even on Facebook. I mean, where do I draw the line about that? Should I say, let's put everything public so everybody knows why the other ones are there so they can help? them or I think it could be public within your group because you still have a, a fairly intimate group, right? You know, yes. you're just past your beta launch and you've got um yeah. 15 uh so you've got 25 people right now in your membership after this last month or so. Yes. So I would say that's a pretty safe amount. And I would get people to publicly say it in your Discord. It's Discord, yeah. Yes. Yes. So I would say in your community, get people to be public about this. It can help hold accountability and come back to it occasionally, maybe even once a month or once every couple of weeks, say, come back to your why. Is this still it? Can you go deeper? Are you committed? Are you still honoring that? Why are you still showing up? Because there's no success without action and have that be your top thing. You know, uh, have that be your banner in your program. There's no success without action. And, you know, have your little action clapper, you know, the, the film clapper, because that's the truth, right? If you're not doing stuff with what you're learning, it's just hidden knowledge in, buried in your brain. It's no good to anybody. And if they feel comfortable, this could be a way for them to let their broader audience or their family or their friends or their community of, clients or whoever they're serving, this could be a way of letting them into their why. You guys, I'm doing this thing. I'm starting this YouTube channel. And it's because of this. This is why I'm so committed to this because it's a big project. It's a big undertaking. So my number one would be get them connected to their why. Do a self-awareness type questionnaire so that they can answer that for themselves and maybe encourage them to pin that up somewhere where they can see it regularly. It's these simple things, right? Um, Absolutely. But it's helpful. Is there like a rational formula or something where when they they, they, they will put their why, how do we we know if they can't or can go deeper with their why? Is it like ask five five times the why? I was just going to say... I was just going to say, I've seen it done well, where you ask the five whys. So it's exactly that. Get them to go deeper. Oh, I'm here because I want to reach a bigger audience. Why? Well, because um, 
you know, had this deep mission to serve more people. Why? Well, because when I was a kid, you know, this happened and I knew that I could help people. Okay. That's pretty deep. Is there another layer? Why? Well, because I always knew my greater purpose was to this, you know, maybe like you can, I think by the time you get to five, you're probably as deep as you're going to get, but it's a great exercise for people. And especially if, you know, a lot of your audience are like macho guys, they may not have done this before. (laughs) No, 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 exactly. Right. Okay. So number two, I've got a number two here. And I think what often happens in programs is we as creators have so much to teach and share that we put out this big, massive thing because A, we want to show that we've got lots of value for that $2,000 that they spent. Absolutely. B, we've got so much because our journey from beginner to where we are is so vast. And for you, it's 20 years, which is a ton that you've picked up and learned over, the, over time. So I think we need to be careful for starters that our program isn't too big. If it's this massive elephant, people go like, holy crap, how do I even like deal with this? And so we have to think baby steps, super small, and we have to help people create a plan that they can actually finish, that they can actually take steps towards small achievements. So go back in your program and double check that your milestones that you're trying to get people to hit aren't too big. And we can do, what we'll do is we'll meet again in a couple of months, maybe, or even a month. And, and we'll, we'll do a, a video segment. I want you to show me if you've made any adjustments, because can you cut down even half of what you're putting out there and still have the same value for people? Check, check that. See if you can do some less. <laughs> less is more. Less is no. You're absolutely right. And I, the first thing that I've learned about memberships is the number one reason why people are leaving uh, memberships. It's because they have too much content. Yeah. So and and you you nailed it with you know that big error that we all do, big mistake where we just want to share a boatload mm-hmm. of information. And what I've done is. I had exactly that, you know, I had a bunch of videos and, and so on and so forth. And at the point where, when I had like 45, when I hit 45 videos, then I said, okay, I, that's too much. Too much. So yeah. I've decided to separate everything within six weeks. So week one, one then go through that, those videos. And then week two, week three, and blah, blah, blah. And especially because I have now two divisions. I have YouTuber and I have the ink. Mm-hmm. So I have double the information that I, sh- or that I should have, or should I probably have like two memberships for that? I don't know, but. Well, if you have it both so- in the same one, I think that's okay. But just remember that there's weeks where if somebody gets to through week one, okay, yay, I feel good. They get through week two and then a kid was sick and they couldn't like spend as much time on it. And so then already they're starting to feel behind. So you have to find where are people dropping off in your membership? Are they getting to video 10 and then they're, they're dropping off? Find out what's happening and where and see if you can um, fix that spot. And we can find out what that spot is for you and we can solve that a little bit more specifically. But I do find that often if this happens, it's because 
they're getting a bit of video fatigue, potentially. Um, so use video wisely. Use it if you have a demonstration you want to show them. Use it if it's something that has to be visual, but otherwise just get them doing something. Even if it's two instructions in one week, your first instruction is go set up your account. <laughs> and your second yeah. one is write down a plan, find out your why. That might be enough for your first week. You don't need a video telling them how to do that. Absolutely. You just need to get them to do the two things. So the more that you can drive action initially, the better. And probably that would be for, you know, the next mastermind session. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but right now what I'm debating on is instead of having week one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, we always want to be as close as possible uh, with our members just to, to really make sure that they have everything and they understand everything and so on and so forth. But I was wondering if I should put the video out one week, so week one on week, week one, mm -hmm. and then week two, we don't show anything new. It's only like just do that thing hundred percent. Yes. So that would be, yeah. Okay. Yes. I would, I would have, lots of space for implementation because this isn't to sound insulting and I hope you take this very openly, but the more time that we're taking from our client to have them watch a video is taking away from their time to actually implement and do stuff. And we have this, yep. I don't know why, but we have this deep need to be like, oh, we got to tell them lots of stuff. We got to teach them lots of stuff. No, let's let people be smart <laughs> And let's get them doing something. And then if they get stuck, let's give them an example. So I would start your lesson in the week with, here's what you need to do this week. Go do it. If you're getting stuck or you need more inspiration, come back and watch this video, but only after you've tried it first. Okay. See what flips for people. Cause I'm really in this, um, I'm really of this train of thought right now that we need to get people trying, get people doing first. So lead okay. with that. And uh, I wanted to circle back really quickly because when we talked about the amount of volume that we have in our program, that's one thing, but the other is to set expectations with people. So we need to let them know you're going to have to spend about, you know, however many hours a month or a week on this business. And let's set the realities of it even before people come into your program. Because if you're selling something without an expectation of the amount of time that you should probably be spending to get success, I don't know, this is not great for sales, but you're going to end up having more people in there that probably aren't ready or maybe shouldn't be in there yet because they've got too many other things on their plate. So that's another thing is just be clear about the time expectation for people. Make sure that they're setting aside the right amount of time and and get them to find out even this is um a good... Um, activity that can be done right away when people come into the program. It's here's the amount of time you should be committing. How much time can you actually commit? And, and what's going to get in your way? And what are you going to do to combat the things that are going to get in your way? This can be really useful for people up front so that they're making a plan to overcome obstacles even before they happen. 
and it's already connected to the to their why that we mm-hmm. we started first. I mean, okay, I'm so all in. If I were you, <laughs> if I were you, Dominic, and we'll close with this, I would put yep. some sort of a self assessment or a self awareness module at the very beginning, and you could just have it as a Google form if you want. But get it so that people can print it out, send it to you, post their why somewhere in the group, post it publicly, whatever, you know, suits their kind of style of introvert, extrovert, et cetera. But it can be the first opportunity for them to publicly let people know what's happening in their world and why they're pursuing this and and what they're doing. Um, Yeah, you need that up front before you start getting people into the action and I know you're a video guy, so you got lots of stuff, but make sure you're getting people doing things before you take up their 10 minutes of watching a video. Cause that's 10 minutes when they could have just like gone and made that account or gone and written a strategy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to hear how some of these changes are going to impact the group and impact engagement. So let's connect again. Yeah. And what we can do actually, we can put that on video. The next session you know, together, yeah. you can put it on video and I'll show all the behind the scene and how I okay, implemented cool. those three awesome points that you just gave me mm-hmm. and how it works. And what's the, even, I know that my members will be even willing to share their, uh, their thoughts about that. Those three points that I okay. implemented within the next month. Mm-hmm. So let's do that on video and let's just show everybody the behind the scene and how it works and bingo. Yeah, let's do that because I I'm really curious to see. I'm I'm recommending this in a lot of my audits whenever entrepreneurs have me come in and audit their program, you know, and give them suggestions. Yeah. I'm recommending these kind of things because I'm seeing this is happening across the board. And I'm wondering if this experiment is going to really drive engagement. I believe it will because I've seen this work. So let's see how it works for your group. And if we can get you know, half of 15, 12, 15 people in that group feeling like this is more engaging and they're getting more done each week, that would be a great element of success. So don't be afraid to ask people these same questions every month. You know, how how are you doing? Did you get a lot done with what you committed to? Um, Why not? You know, so feel free to pull people one or two questions along the way and get them thinking like, Oh yeah. Okay. I got to refocus because we have to refocus, right? Every week I find in business, I have to refocus. Okay. What's my, why, what's my strategy? Am I on track? Cause otherwise you just end up lost in this like churn of to-do lists. So Mm -hmm. it's really good to help people in your program, take a step back, especially since is yours is so business strategy focused. Absolutely. And you know what? I just can't wait to, to press stop on that yeah. recording right now so I can go and implement everything because okay. I'm sure it's, I mean, that's, I think yeah. that's the golden nugget that I yeah. was waiting for. So thank you very much. Yeah. Very so much. don't worry about trying to come up with a new challenge or doing anything. I think you can get all of your peeps in there to stop and do this reflection and be like, okay, it's September. It's like the start of school. Let's all regroup here. Uh, what's your why? Let's do this assessment and like, don't forget there's so much here. Let's dig in and, and, you know, make an awesome channel. So that's great. Thanks for joining and sharing. Uh, I just want to thank you because 
it can be hard uh, for, you know, us to be sort of vulnerable in this way and say, how can I make things better? So I just really appreciate you being willing to learn, you know, and, and be open to this feedback. Cause I know I can be, a, I can be pretty direct. And that's what we need. That's exactly yeah. what we need. So thank you for giving me, you know, mm -hmm. that opportunity to have your knowledge and yeah. share your knowledge so I can improve my business. So no, no, no. Thank you. Cool. Okay. Get at it. Go do it. All right. Ciao. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please share, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and better yet, connect on social media. It can feel really isolating talking into this mic. It's tough for an extrovert like me. So please send me a message and let me know what you think of the show. I welcome feedback and ideas because I too am always learning from you. Thank you.